Welcome back, everybody, to episode three of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. I'm Scott. It's good to be sitting in these chairs once yeah, again. I'm getting excited now. I, we're, we're getting rolling. This here. is what I look forward to on Thursdays. Yeah, this is awesome. This is an awesome part of the week. I have a, I have a hard time focusing on anything else except good. sports. On I mean, most days, but particularly Thursdays. Hey, it's been getting better and better every week. I think it's been, that's true. It's been exciting. You know, it's it's not it's not a job. This is something we look forward to. And yeah. And and just getting better, like, you know, I think we set the goal last week, just a little bit at a time. Yeah, yeah. You know, just maybe not even get better, just maybe suck less. You know yeah, what I mean? that's probably it. Just, uh, just keep going. And something that, you know, also keeps getting better, the NL Wild Card oh, Race. Okay. <laughs> All right. How about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. How about that? We have, so we have a couple teams as of right now, right. who are locked in. Right. And this uh, is when your uh, tiebreaker thing, what we talked about last week, comes into play. Right. It's interesting. It is a little bit different with the wild card because you need two winners and not just one. Right. So. <clears throat> well, if three teams are tied, how does that work then? Okay. Well, I'll tell you. I'm glad you asked, Scott. <laughs> the New York Mets, the Giants of San Francisco, and those dirty, dirty birds of St. Louis. You don't speak of their name in this house. Are, you can do, it's true. You know, that's true. But they're all locked. They're tied. And it's a similar draft system. They called it a draft system. It's an A team, a B team, and a C team. Okay. So, obviously, you need two wild card spots. The A team plays the B team. The winner of that game automatically gets a spot. The loser of that game goes and plays... The C team. Okay. The winner of that game gets the second wild card spot. So there is that team who gets potentially two chances at the wild card, and you'd figure theoretically that that would be the yeah. that would be the favorite. So that would be probably the best team um, within the within the NL. That's how they would decide it as far as record or games against. Right. Right. Even though it would be a locked dead uh, deadlock tie. If you had a pick right now, what do you think? Who do you think's coming out of there? Well, I don't think it's going to be a tie. I don't think that we're going to get to that point well, because San, cause San, Franci- games to go. San Francisco is just the worst team in baseball since the All-Star break. This month alone, they're 8-12. and 12. Yeah. So they're 8-12 and 12 in September. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. However... If you go by, you know, if you believe in superstitions and whatever, which everybody's a part of baseball, that's that's a big part of baseball, this is the year for the San Francisco Giants. If you go on the pattern, they won it in 2012, they won it in 2014, up oh, here we are in 2016, it's them. Yeah. So you're going to take the Giants, and then I, and I can probably guess the other one. The Mets? Oh. Well, I didn't oh. want to take the Giants. I didn't want to take the Giants. No. I think the Giants lose their way out, and oh, it's going to be. Oh, they lose their way out. I think. Okay. I think they control their own. De- they're just going to keep losing, and okay. it's going to be the Mets well, I, oh, and the Dirty Birds of St. Louis. What do you got? What I do you think got? the Mets are going to lose. I think the Mets are going to really. Their way out. You know that Bartolo Colon, which he, I'll touch. I he can threw touch a gem. On he threw a gem. Ta- yeah. I, I can touch on him now or later. It doesn't matter. Um, but. That the Mets ding are gonna... for Bartolo Colon. <laughs> Sorry, no, that's cool. It's uh, the Mets have one more one starter from their opening day rotation. 
And Bartolo, Bartolo Colon is a guy. DeGrom just went down for the rest of the year. DeGrom down. So, I just think their starting pitching is just, they can't hold up. And that was why they that made it as far as they went last year. Yeah. That's why it makes yeah, the World Series. Syndergaard and DeGrom and Harvey. I mean, Bartolo Colon is a, is a masterpiece in itself. Uh, Big sexy. Six and two thirds innings of what? Two run ball. And that's what he gives you every single time. And I, I, I'm going to go on a rant. Not a rant, but just a little side piece rant. about Bartolo Colon. Rant. It's one of my favorite players. Like, if I, if you can get that starting pitching anywhere in the MLB, you see, he only throws, he doesn't throw 90 miles an hour. Nope. He throws 88, 87 consistently. Cons- yeah. And he throws six to seven innings every single time he comes out. He's not striking out 12 guys and pitching a complete game. Heck no. But he's giving you quality starts, and he's giving it to the bullpen in winnable situations. I would take five guys, five starters like that, over one, I even hate to say it, Scherzer. I mean, Scherzer's great. We all love Scherzer. But I would take five Bartolo Colons over one and then the rest of this choppy, choppy rotation. Sure, five consistent guys consistent. over one ace and four. He's done that throughout the course of his career. That's just who he is. He goes out and has fun, and and he's a gamer. It's, it's just amazing to me. He really does have fun. I went to a Nats-Mets game uh, two years ago, and Bartolo wasn't starting, but he wasn't starting, but he was st- – so I got there early to, to watch yeah. BP. yeah. Um, he probably, probably not. Him. He probably swings it. Well, no, he wasn't taking BP, but he was out in the uh, outfield shagging five oh, he balls, loves it. and he got after it. He and it. he wouldn't just stand at the fence like some lazy guys who catch flow and flick it in. He would go in center and freaking yeah. track him down, and him like. Well, there's around. a story about him going back home. It's the Dominican or Cuba or wherever he goes back home, and he plays softball in the off season. Yes. He plays beer league softball. That's awesome. How cool is that? That is awesome. He, he is a reliable guy, and he hits his spots, and he generates poor contact. Yeah, and that's what you have to do to be successful. You don't have to throw 98 mm-hmm. in the MLB, and the kids don't realize that. And the faster you throw when you're in Little League, the better you are. But that's not true at all. Right. And, I mean, that's we kind of went off the off the topic there, but I think that's a good... It's a good tribute. Well, him. no. So that's that's the reason why you think the Mets are going to be... They're going to be out. And I oh, they're going to be out. They're Whoops. Be out okay. Bartolo, Misread that one. Bartolo Colon's going to be the only one left. I All mean, right. they don't have arms. You like can't Senator do it with one pitcher. No, you can't. And he can throw a six-inning, seven-inning gem every time. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I wanted to touch on a subject that I know... Um, we, we need to, just as, as baseball fans and purists, I'm coming up here. What do you got? Uh, Vince Scully. Ooh, last... I don't know if you ever heard of the man. Oh, yeah, never heard of him. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> um, for anybody that doesn't know Vince Scully, uh, he's, a, he's a part of baseball. Legend. Um, as part of baseball as the Ivy is to Wrigley and the Green Monster is to Boston, uh, Vince Scully is to the Dodgers and to all of baseball. And this man is 88 years old. He's been announcing Dodgers games on the radio for 67 years. He he's seen history. He doesn't reference history. He can. He he's he's seen 67 it. consecutive years, not taking one year off. Mm-hmm. He can, he, can he, you imagine doing something for 67 years? He doesn't say I'm going to compare this current player to this player of the past based on numbers. He can say, I'm going to compare this player to this player of the past because I saw that guy when nobody else did. 
It's unfathomable to me. And he's good. Yeah. He's still good. Oh my gosh. He's still current. He still knows every stat and he calls the game well. He has good rhythm. I don't know if you ever have the the blessing of seeing him listening to him, I'm sorry, talk. I know MLB Network is going to do a piece on him where they're going to show his last Dodgers game. Mm-hmm. Just reading up on this guy, he's an absolute, absolute gentleman. He's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Players respect him. Everybody loves him. And even if you've never heard of him, when you hear his voice, you know it's that. Oh yeah, that's the that's the that's it's a guy who calls baseball. baseball games. He has a big even if you've never heard him before, baritone voice, and he's it's just it's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. I actually, when the Nats were when the Nats were out there, I. Uh, I put the put the TV on mute and I did the old sync up. You know, Vince. Does it, I listened. Does it sync up? I listened. Oh yeah, you can, if you do if you, if you can do the pause yeah. pause feature and I just listened to Vince. You know, not the not the Homer out. He's the Homer for the Dodgers. Yeah. But just because just because he's a legend, this is last year, and he's he's he said I believe he said he's not doing any postseason stuff. Really, um, I didn't know that. You know, assuming, you know, if, you know, they're. You know, assuming <laughs> assuming they make <laughs> it, which 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 they will. They're gonna make it. But yep. you know, they he said he's not gonna do any any postseason. Good for him. He can do whatever stuff. he wants. It's true. Uh, what a what a man. I mean, what a what an absolute uh, role model to to a lot of people. For sure. But <sighs> back to yeah, moving on. So well well, I feel like I still haven't gotten your two teams from the. For the NL wild card, Cardinals so the Mets are out. Giants. Cardinals Giants. Cardinals Giants. Okay, Cardinals Giants. Do you want to real? Did you see? Okay, speak. So Giants, Dodgers. Did you okay. see the little the little yeah, squabble with yeah, Puig and, and Bumgarner? Don't, don't look, don't at, look me. at me. Bumgarner yeah. said, "Don't look at me to Puig." Which, yeah, if you ever talk before, to Puig, yeah. he's gonna oh, blow he's up about something. something. He's I don't know. Something. But they had a little piece yeah. on Vin Scully called the fight perfectly. Yeah, you know, just yeah. professional. You wouldn't even know anything was wrong. <laughs> and then I oh, saw something so awesome. It was the classic. The the dugout clears. The the bullpen runs in, and there were memes floating around. It was what the charge, right? Right. The, it the was, guy the was jo- leading up for the bullpen. Right. So was, if you're painting a picture, they had the fight around first base. And the bullpen's cleared, and the dugout's clear, and there was like a like a little back shot, and you could see the bullpen, the Giants' in, bullpen, and storming, they're just like storming, like muscular guys running, <laughs> running. Yeah, so there were me- there were memes coming. It was Calvary's coming. Yeah, it was it was stuff it was stuff saying like when there's free food in the break room, and then it has, you know running up, it's a bunch and, of dudes just yeah, uh, you know just hunting full for. Bore. It. Kind That's of a cool. funny, just That's a cool. little funny, funny skirmish. Just you know, talking about uh, San Fran and and the Dodgers rivalry. Talking about the let's let's talk about the Nats for for a second. Okay, let's talk about the Nats. Um, again, nothing's changed since last week. We talked about them. If the season ended today, uh, they would be Team B or the second second seed in the National League. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, behind the Cubs and ahead of the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, I think the Nats' playoff rotation is looking a little clearer with Joe Ross coming back. Uh, Roark has been pitch, has been pitching great. He lost this week, letting him one run in seven innings. Give me a break. He had a home run to John Carlo. Yep, he's I mean, give me give me a break on that one. Um, he's a stud. Makes one mistake and John Carlo hits a oppo boppo home run. Yeah, what are you gonna do? To pitch yeah, that's that's tough. Um, 
So what, what do you think going in going into the playoffs with the Nationals? You have any any opinion? Well, so game any? one, Nats versus Dodgers is going to be Mad Max Urger versus versus Kershaw. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Which is awesome. So it's that pitching. It comes down to who's gonna who's gonna have the bats for for that game. Oh. And as of right now, I don't like the Nationals bats. Yeah, get into that. I like. I really don't. You know, you have well, you have Murphy, your guy. You have Murphy missing four or five straight games. What's that? I think that was just a, a mental health thing. Four straight and games and four. It was, it was something like that. I don't know the exact four. number. I don't know if he played last night. But that's a mental health. He's been so? he's been carrying the team. Oh yeah. Like get, if that's a give, mental health thing, I love it. Give the but give if the his guy. Knee is tweaked. I'm gonna be nervous. Ah, give the guy. Well, the, you know what? Put him at first so he doesn't have to move around as much. Uh, and put. I know that it's. I know that the Nationals don't prefer putting Murphy at first because they've actually said that they don't want to mess with his mind at the plate by putting him at first, which is stupid. He's a ball player. He's a ball. He's gonna hit no matter where he, he is. Care. First on the base field. is easy. Right. So I think I don't know. I don't think that's going to be an issue. He did assume, you know, I don't want to I don't want to, you know, count chickens, but assuming that the Nats can can make it past the Dodgers, he did Daniel Murphy crush the Cubs last postseason. Yeah. Does yeah. he have does he have some more? But but again, other than Murphy, especially recently, you know, Ramos has come back down to earth. You got, of course, you got our we've talked about him every episode, God. Trey Turner, Turner yeah. the Burner. He hit he hit home run number 12 last night. He's unbelievable. He hit home run number 12, and he has 27 <laughs> stolen bases. Trey and Turner is everything I want to be in baseball player. Really? I mean, he's the, he's the he's complete everything. package. Yeah. He's a tiny guy who looks like he's, he's about everything. 14. He's great. He oh, crushes. He's, he's got great. power. And and he has, he has 27 stolen bases. He's like a dude that could be sitting here, and, I mean, he has like a, he has like a girlfriend. Not like a supermodel girlfriend, but like a, a normal girl, and... He just comes from a very modest family and just works hard and, and he has a God-given ability to, to run the bases and hit for power that you and I would never have. No. Well, but, that nobody ha- nobody has but, that. I mean, the whole power and, and running. That's a Ricky Henderson them. type thing. Unbelievable. But he – so I did I did some math. I did some math today. He – I had to use a calculator for simple math. 63 games. He has he has 12 bombs and he has That's 27 stolen math. bases. So over a full baseball season, 162 games, and and people do this at the beginning of the season. Like a guy hits a home run in the first game, and they he's say on he's on track for hitting 162 home runs yeah. again. So this might be here. Say, is a good sample size. It though. is a good sample size. So what I got was. 12, 12 ding-dongers and 27 stolen bags over 63 games is going to be equivalent to 30 home runs and roughly 67 stolen bases Jeez. for a full season. Sure. Billy Hamilton, current stolen bases leader, guess how many home runs he has? Two or three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> the, it, it just doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't exist. <laughs> the guy Running around the bases, having that sort of baseball sense and then having that power too and just to be able to hit the gaps, it just doesn't happen anymore. So he's going to have to stay hot throughout the postseason. I think he, I think he will. Yeah, I don't see why not. You know he's going to have to turn it on, Scott. Oh, I, I know you're going to say I'm not going to like it. Bryce Harper is going to have to figure it out. You don't think he'll just snap out of it one of these days? That's what I we've hope been, every we, time we've he comes been to the waiting plate. for him to snap out of it. <laughs> since, every time he comes to the plate, since like, they I played the, since they played the Cubs, you know, in 
in May yeah. when he got walked 30 times in, in three well, games. With his head. And ever since then, <laughs> he just hasn't hit. What is he hitting? 220? He's in 240. Oh, okay, 240 yeah, out of our out of our you know, out of our MVP defending. But he, I mean, he's got it. He's got to turn. A report came out this week saying that he was hurt. Do you think he's that hurt? Was, uh, Dusty did not. Dusty said no. He's he's I think making. We talked about this before. Everybody plays hurt, whether you're in football, baseball, basketball, throughout a 162 game season, throughout an 81 game season, or throughout a 16 game season in the NFL. Everybody's hurt. I mean. My ankle doesn't feel good right now, and I'm not an athlete. You know, what? imagine if I was practicing every day. Right. Like, come on. Well, theoretically, you're practicing every day. You're a professional athlete. Right. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm an office a... worker, and my ankle is not 100%. Right. But, I mean, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to play through not, it. You not know what I mean? come in that day in the office. Yeah. Oh, boss. Ankle, man. Walking to that coffee machine Obviously, it's a little different, <laughs> but, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's the same, the same type of – I mean – I, None of these guys are 100%. None of them. And something could be wrong, his shoulder, but it's not bad enough to where he can't play. Obviously, there's trainers and doctors and the manager knows. And Rizzo has defended him very hard. Sure. I mean, he's the guy. He's... You got to. You got to. You just got to pray that he's going he's gonna to come around. You don't think it's... An excuse, maybe? Oh, he's hurt. Don't worry. No, Fans. I don't think it's an excuse. If, I think it would be an excuse if they were actually like admitting that he was hurt. Because Dusty's yeah, I mean, denied it. And it came out of a reliable baseball source. No, it came out slumping. of a writer. He's, he's slumping. Shoulder and neck and, and whatever. He's just I taking bad at bats. Okay, okay. Fair. No, no, no. I mean, it's just... As a Nats fan, it's just like, oh Yeah, it's, it's... But it is Ooh, ironic, you know, this guy at the beginning of the season... His whole make baseball fun again campaign kind of came back to bite him. Yeah. And I hate to bring that up, Scott, because I'm a Nats fan too, and I hate to bring it up. But you know what? When you talk about, I feel like this is the baseball gods punishing for it him might for this. Be. So it I want to. So I want to start a campaign okay. to say make Bryce hit again, make Bryce not make hit Bryce again. be good again. Make make Bryce just be quiet for two weeks. <laughs> make Bryce. Just yeah. shut his mouth for just a little bit. That's just true. Play the game because some of those Go guys, on. some of those guys who who shut their mouth are are studs. And can I just segue into a guy who you really don't hear about? And you may have heard about him with your travels to yeah, I've heard about to him Colorado. Well. I mean, I everybody should know about this guy. I don't think he's uh, Nolan Arenado. Hit a grand slam last night. Yeah, it's his thirty ninth home run this season. He's been a gold glover. He's he's the third baseman for the Colorado yeah. Rockies. Gold glove at third for the past three years. He's an all-star for the past two years. And he, I feel like, he, again, it's in Colorado, so we're not getting a lot of Colorado media over here. You know, the yeah. guy was an all-star. But I feel like he and, you know, a guy like Charlie Blackman, a yeah. couple studs, Oh, you're don't he, don't hear about those guys just because they, they're unfortunate enough to play in an organization like the Colorado Rockies. So I was curious when you went to a game out there, uh, was there was there talk and was there hype like there was here in DC, or is that just a? If you're a baseball fan, you've heard of Arenado. Oh, I mean, of, in Colorado, sure. they got a good sure. lineup out there, and I'm surprised they're not they're not better than they are. But you got Arenado and you got Cargo Carlos Gonzalez mm-hmm. playing right. Um, you got Blackman, and and I. And I said something. I was sitting next to a guy, and I said something. Oh, you got a good lineup tonight. And he's like, "Yeah, and we're we're missing one of our, our probably our best player." I was like, "Really?" 
And in his mind, DJ, DJ LeMahieu, really? the second baseman, was their best. He's their producing. guy? I mean, he's not their guy, but, I mean, he's having a heck of a year. And obviously the numbers are inflated because they play in Colorado. Right. I don't know that. Yeah. Like, the air is thin up there. The ball scoots. So you're going to have a lot, little bit more home runs, a little more RBIs, a little more runs scored. Um, they got a good young foundation up there. I, I don't know. Like, um, is that an organization? Is that a team that we're going we're gonna to have to keep up if, with? And, if they get some pitching. I mean, they're not in the race at no, all right no. now. There's they're, they're seven games out of the wild card. They're yeah, not. They're, not, they're not close. But, I mean, if they get some pitching in the future, I, I mean, Arenado's like 20, I think 25. DJ Mayhew's in his second or third year. Um, Cargo, if he can stay healthy. Blackman's young. Um, they got some pieces there, yeah. man. They, I would I'd just love to see those guys play in October. Sure. You know what I mean? Because they're studs. Little, it, I mean, they got some star power there. And that's that's a good or bad thing, whether they're going to have some big contracts coming up. Because Arenado is a top two. Three, I want to say two, but I can't think of a third one. You got Machado, Arenado, and what's a what's another great third? Just base ML, just MLB third base. Beltray, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant yeah, plays yeah, everywhere, but he, you know, he's so Chris. So the top three right now. I mean, you got you got uh, you got uh, right. Donaldson. Totally you got Donaldson. Golly, I'm missing these. But but names. but again, so we named a bunch of AL guys, and he is playing in. But I mean, Arenado's in all of those. Leagues, you know what I mean. Chris Bryant's probably going to win NL MVP. Hey, hey, what'd you say? NL, oh, Chris Bryant. NL, Chris Bryant. I'm, sorry. I'm still on Donaldson NL MVP. I mean, he's in the conversation of one of the top third basemen in the league. Arenado, with For his sure. glove and at the plate. Yeah, yeah. Th- again, three Gold Gloves in the past three years. He he rocks it over there. Yeah. It's a name that should be yeah. talked about more. And just would love to see. It's weird talk about the Rockies, but hey, there he hit a grand slam last night, so it's why the, sure. I figured that we should maybe give him wanna, give him some airtime. You want to wrap up O's talk or not O's talk? You want to wrap up baseball talk with the O's? Okay, just they don't really deserve much because in. they've been playing so bad. Well, let's let's talk about it. Okay, wow, let's they, talk. Let's talk if, to your feelings here. If uh, oh, I'll get my feelings <laughs> into this guy, they. So as if the like I was saying, if the playoffs started today, the O's would be in it. Yeah. But they are playing right now and they're losing. And Detroit <laughs> is really sniffing their you know what's. <laughs> but they'd they'd be in today. There's still one more week left of baseball. A week in a week and a couple days. Ten, ten games. And they so the O's just lost three games to the Red Sox. They play the Diamondbacks. Over the weekend, which Scary the Diamondbacks, nah, the Diamondbacks, they Scary stink. Young team. They stink. So the O's hopefully should gain some ground here. I don't know. So Tillman's pitching tonight. He isn't looking good. Ubaldo Jimenez. Okay. Ubaldo Jimenez looked just horrible all throughout the season. His past couple starts, he's he's looked all right. He walked a lot of guys last night, but for the most part, he kept uh, the Red Sox hitters, you know, at bay. They gave up. The O's committed three errors in one inning last night, and that really resulted that really resulted in the loss. But I really like seeing Ubaldo succeed. 
because he's a guy who's just been around. He's been in the bullpen. He's been deactivated, but he keeps finding innings, and he's taken advantage of them at yeah. least the past couple. He was the first Oriole to, to, to go complete game, to go CG this season uh, two starts ago. You know, if you told me that at the beginning of the season, you said, guess who will be the first guy to throw a complete game for the Orioles? Yeah, I would have said him. Tillman, maybe Gosman, you know, yeah. maybe if he's doing okay. Certainly not Ubaldo Jimenez. No. So it's cool seeing him pitch right. They Again, they lost. They've been losing this whole week. They're, I mean, they're really going to have to turn it on the last week or else Detroit is going to steal their spot. Mm. And I guess that's the story. You know, the O's conversation at the beginning of the season started with starting pitching, and you know what? It's going to end. It's going to end with starting pitching. And the funny the funny thing, and any baseball guy knows this, you live by the long ball, you freaking die by the long ball. Yeah. 50, what was it, 56% of Oriole runs in August came from a home run. When they're not hitting ding-dongers, they're not scoring runs. Yeah. They don't have that, you know, hit singles and steal bases. They don't have a whole lot of speed. Nobody certainly bunts. Nobody bunts in the American League. Nobody does that. Nobody does the small ball. So, they, I mean, hopefully, maybe they're drought, they, they're slumping this week. So, next week they turn it on and they turn it on through October. I don't know. Of course, I'm still hopeful, but that's what I got for those. Do you have any more thoughts on those? No. Um, the only thing I have, um, the O's playoff probability, and this is totally like if you're following me, it's, it's just stupid and it comes off a – a website, the probability of the Orioles making the playoffs is 43%. Even though they would theoretically be in today. Yeah. That's really insulting. I mean, it makes sense. 43%. Numbers don't lie. Yankees are at 3%. Yankees are at 3%? Wait, can, wait, can you... T- oh, Scott, I'm sorry. Can no. you t- can you tell me that thing about about the O's again? No, 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 no. I promise I won't. Can you tell me the thing about the O's again? They had their playoff odds are at 43%. Yeah, 43 percent's a chance. That's a really good chance. You're going to play that one if I said the Yankees were at 3%. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's more. Dude, the Yanks. <laughs> Gary Sanchez hit two biscuits last yeah, that's night. That's the only storyline of the Yanks right now. Whatever. But that's, I mean, it's a great, they, it's got a great a, they got a bunch of guys, they got a bunch of teams in front of them. It's a great storyline. Yeah. I don't know. When when they gave away Chapman and, and Miller, everybody just thought, oh, the Yanks are riding it in, but... They've competed. They really have competed. Yeah. And that makes me think of when people throw around the term rebuilding year. You know what? They're still professionals. They're going to go out and compete no matter what sport says rebuilding year. Of course. you got the young guys that are hungrier than the, than the veterans. They want to go out every day and for sure. prove themselves for a contract. So. For sure. So do you want to wrap up baseball? Yeah. I think that's about it. There. Uh, yeah. Just one more thing. Oh, go ahead. Your go boy ahead. Tim Tebow. We talked about him. Okay. He deserves some airtime. His Mets jersey selling for $120 in Port St. Lucie. You just want to end with that? Do you have any thoughts there? <laughs> the Mets are seeing none of that money, by the way, because he's not an active, you know, he's Is not on the 40-man right? roster. Who's seeing that money, then? Is Tebow seeing that money? Tebow's seeing some of that money. <laughs> oh, buddy. And it's the most amount of people at an extru- in an at an instructional league oh practice ever good for him that's all i'm gonna say okay good for tim tebow fair enough so we'll go ahead and and wrap up the baseball talk with tim tebow
All right, Perpetual Sports Talk, Episode 3. I'm Sean. And I'm Scott. We're just back. We're, we're back. We're just back. We Why just, are we reintroducing ourselves? I don't know, because <laughs> we just took a little pause, and, and, and now we're back. We wrapped up the MLB with the term rebuilding year. Yeah. So I want to move with I want to move on to the NFL as by our little NFL soundbite <laughs> that I hit a little too early. Uh, an NFL rebuilding year. The Eagles of Philadelphia. They're the real dirty birds. They they really are the the dirty Philly birds. However, again, they had the term rebuilding year thrusted upon them pretty much since the draft. Well, they and, traded down. Oh no, they traded up. I'm sorry, they traded up. Traded up. Trade up. Trade with the Browns. However, just recently, they give uh, Sam Bradford to the Vikings because the Vikings were in dire need after Teddy Bridgewater snapped his leg open, and all of a sudden Carson Wentz, this this North Dakota State University FCS, whatever you want to call it, Division One Double A guy, steps in. Up oh, and he's playing in the NFL and he's he's starting, he's starting yeah. game one, he gets the W. Starting game two, he gets the W. They are two yeah. and zero. They're at the top of the what NFC. Two East. cup cupcakes or did he play? Who did he play in the first two games? Do we do we know that? Yeah, he well he beat the he beat Chicago on on Monday. That's a pretty big that's a big stage. And then he beat. Uh, the Browns in Week One, which again, the Browns stink, Chicago stinks, but this is still an Eagles team with they thought was a third-string quarterback starting. Yeah, and he looks I mean, good. He doesn't look like he's a third-string guy. He looks good. He looks smart. He can throw the ball and he can move around too. He's not slow. He's not a schlub when he gets out of the pocket. He moves a little bit. That's why he was the second pick overall. I mean. Yeah. It makes sense. I'm really, I'm really not surprised at this. I'm really not surprised at this move. I mean, he's doing his job. He's he's a fundamental quarterback that that are now getting more and more valuable. I mean, Brady was a sixth round pick, and Russell Wilson was a fourth round pick, and, and all these guys that go under the radar. And now we're we're seeing some value in the the fundamental traditional quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Luck was drafted one overall. Granted, he was drafted first, but they saw value in the durability and the, in the long term. And I think that's what Goff and Wentz are going to give you over a, well, I hate to say it because I, bless his name, is RG3 or, or guys like that that just come in and out of this league. Right. Like it's nothing. It's it's sad, but I think Wentz is going to be around for a while. I, I really think he could be. I mean, I said the same thing about Kirk, and I've been I've been dead wrong about that. So uh, it's he'll be it, out of the league in a year. No, well, it's They're own two. They've had they've had they've had two bad games. Kirk is play, so Kirk Cousins, quarterback for the Washington Redskins, he's played bad in two games. He played a Super Bowl caliber caliber team week one. Yeah. And you know, again, you can't expect. Yeah, you can't expect to. But then he plays the the boys of Dallas, um, Dallas Cowboys, and he still he still looks he still looks a little bit shaky. And man, Jay Gruden, 
no, absolutely no mercy for him during halftime. Did you hear his little interview? No, I didn't. No. He, he has his little, well, you know who needs to step up, where he tries to sort of sound like John. Tough. He sort of sound like John. You know, no, they both kind of have that weird, you know who needs to step up is our quarterback. He never <laughs> he never says. That's a pretty good impression. Is that, that an, okay, I've been working. Now he needs to step up as our quarterback. Our quarterback is the guy who needs to step up. He's, he's the guy. Wow. And then... Not bad, should That's, I? I mean, never do that again. But oh, never. Okay, fair but, enough. I mean, yeah, I, I love the, I love the effort. I want to get it. Too. I'm I love trying. the effort. I'm trying. But it was just odd because he, you know, it seems like he's slamming a quarterback, which Jay Gruden is a fellow quarterback. Granted, he did play in the in the Arena League, uh, still successful as a coach, and slamming his quarterback. And then the end of game press conference, he's he's all of a sudden sticking up for Kirk. And it's just the locker room of the Washington Redskins is like a middle school girls' lunch table. You know, I, all this, all yeah. this, all this finger pointing and name calling, and well, we didn't want to hurt Josh. We didn't want to hurt uh, 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 Breland's feelings by saying that Norman would be covering the number one receiver. So we, you know, we didn't do that. We let him split time. Like, what is going Don't on? Don't you think it's getting better though? Don't you think it's getting it's moving in the right direction? No. You don't think so? As far as talk and... As far as the past 10 years... I thought it was kind of... moving mo- in the right direction. You know, a couple years ago, we had two quarterbacks who were kind of fighting, so you expect a little drama going on. Now now you got one, Kirk Cousins, who's getting paid $20 million. I don't want to hear all this talk. I want them to win football games. I think it's... I don't want to hear about know, the Washington Wizards wearing cowboy jerseys. Oh, that's something... It's, so a, it's, a, it's a FedEx field. I think Scott McLuhan, the president of operations for the Redskins, is doing a good job. I do. I mean, think about how many issues we had in the in the postseason. How much stuff did we talk about in in the in the preseason for the Redskins? It was it was crap. We talked about zero in the which is which is good thing. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. There was no yeah. locker room drama. There was nobody. Getting into trouble or smoking weed or we were just saving it up all for the first two weeks. Yeah, I guess so. It all just came I, crashing down. And think about what where we would what we'd be talking about right now if Kirk Cousins didn't throw that interception in the end zone last week against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he just made a good throw. I mean, that's one throw, and it ruins the guy. And that's what this football league is. But it, it's it's hard to say. If he would have thrown that pass away and they would kick the field goal, well, how would that would have been different? Yeah. How how would that game have been different? We would have won that game, maybe. We'd be talking about total, something totally different. Kirk's still the man. We have confidence in you going into the Giants game this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, instead, we're talking right now about how Jay Gruden's blasting him and the fans are blasting him, and we're giving him a hard time. This guy is just trying to make it. You know, I, I don't know. I, I still have faith in him. I do. Yeah, it's his fifth season with the Skins, and I know it's his fifth. Yeah, I know. Yes. I know Skins fans wow. in particular are pretty critical. 2012. Yeah, fourth round, pick, third round, but pick, the guy, fourth round pick, third or fourth. Yeah, but the guy. I mean, you know, he's got to live in that moment to where he's going to step up and make <sighs> that throw because he was ungodly. I mean, he was so he was another world the last nine games of last season, and you can't expect that. You can't expect no, that I, I never, this year. But you expect him to play a little better than, than what he this has. It's funny, like we easily could have been zero and two going in here, but our expectations were so much higher. Mm-hmm. You know, if our expectations were like, 
Now we're playing two tough teams come starting the season. But they were they were playing one tough team and and then Dallas. And then we, then we had a, one bad throw away from uh from winning this, this being one and one. So our expectations are so high. They're gonna go. They're gonna win 11, 12 games. But no, they're not. They're gonna right. be a five hundred team. Right. Th- that was ridiculous. And now they're looking. Shoot, I'd be happy with six wins. <laughs> six. Do you think eight? Eight. It's gotta be eight. Eight. They don't make eight. 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 Almost won. Almost won the conference. Yeah. Last year. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, you know what? How many teams have made the playoffs after an zero and two start at home? At home, zero. Zippy. Yeah, zero. It's big. I I think it's it's maybe one since in the last twenty five seven years. How many zippy false start penalties? Is that what we're talking about? So we're getting disciplined now. Well, we 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 got discipline last week, but it was still an yeah. issue this past game. That's that's horrible. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unacceptable. Discipline they, and all that. This the skins gave the Cowboys four first downs on penalties alone. There you go. That's, There's a free set bad. of downs. Let's just talk about, on. Let's talk about the game coming up. How about let's 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 give a little weekend appetizer pre okay. pre weekend appetizer. Okay. Um, Giants and Giants and Skins. Well, Skins at the Giants. Mm-hmm. In the in, in the, the Meadowlands yeah, at MetLife. So, what, what do you got? What's what's the deal? What's the storylines here? Well, the Giants, they have to lose sometime. <sighs> they do. I mean, they do. They're not. They do. So why not against the Skins this weekend, whose backs are up against the wall? And it was just said that uh, Josh Norman is going to shadow. Odell Beckham Jr. I didn't hear we're not, that. We're not we're not concerned about Breland's feelings Giants anymore. Last year we're losing close games. Giants this year are winning close games. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, how concerning are you with that? Now, now, yeah. honestly, I I picked the Giants because the Redskins are two and eight at the Meadowlands the past ten years. They can't win. Over there, they can't. They can't. They can't win in New Jersey. I don't think that's exclusive. I don't think that that really matters as much. I don't know. It's Over the a, last ten years, there's different coaching staff. There's a different QB. Yeah. There's different running back. Yeah, Eli's, Eli's been there for all uh, those ten years. Redskins. So, past oh yeah, there's been, there's been a dozen quarterbacks. Our garbage quarterbacks over the past ten years. It's true, but it's something about that place. I'm sure those ten game, those ten games we've had in the Meadowlands, there's been ten different quarterbacks. It's something about that place that just sucks the life right out of them. Yeah, they've had those two wins, and you know, just just because they've had those two wins. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, you're overusing that one. Over you? Well, that's the only one. No, it's okay. I not... I don't know. I think Eli's gonna throw for about nine thousand yards. Um, I think Odell is gonna. He's gonna dance in the end zone and Odell. It's it's gonna be bad. And Odell DC and Odell and Norman are both getting ejected this weekend. DC is gonna burn. This <laughs> They're going own three. DC I don't know for political reasons. For I think, I think everything is stacked up against the skins. I think they get a. I think they get a W. Yeah. Well. Whenever our expectations are low, I'm they're going to get a W, yeah. and we're going to go, oh, they can beat a good team going into next week, and they're going to go, ah, oh, they lose to a... It's, it's just going to be... It's a cycle. I'm a, I'm a stupid Skins fan, yeah. but I do think uh, Josh Norman versus Odell Beckham Jr. is going to is gonna create a few headlines. I think someone's... 
I think someone's getting ejected. And I was gonna ask who's who's gonna who's gonna commit the first uh, personal foul? Is it jo- is it Norman or is it Beckham? I don't think they're gonna talk to each other. I think it's gonna. Oh, be they definitely it's are. Gonna they, be a both of those line. guys those, those love camera, all that. The camera's gonna be on them the whole game. You know, the announcers are gonna blow it up. Yeah, and they're gonna they're, they're not gonna, gonna let anybody it's gonna down. Be so annoying. Oh, it's gonna be so annoying. They're not letting Odell and Norman. Anybody Dude, there's, now. there's ten other guys in the field. Mm. Yeah, that leaves Breland to cover their star rookie, Sterling Shepard. What about Victor Cruz? Yeah, what Victor Cruz him? is back, and, and he's, he's a stud. He's a good year. Hasn't played for two years. Had I don't know. a good year. I'm, I'm, hopeful, I'm hopeful for the game against the Giants. But again, not going to be surprised if the record goes to 2-9 and nine at the Meadowlands. However, I think it's going to be something that we're certainly talking about okay. next week. Fair enough. Moving on to other... Other news around, around the NFL? Around the NFL. Around we go. Around the NFL. What's going on with the Seattle Seahawks? How come they only have 13 points in two games? Um, I think it's kind of... one and one but they kind of... They they lost to the L.A. Rams, yeah. who put up a big goose egg yeah. their first week. They still scored a touchdown. What the heck is going on? Um, I think... If we just talked about the Giants, the Giants won a, a few close games. I think the Seahawks lost a few close games. I think the Seahawks team is what they've been doing the past few years. Um, but Jimmy Graham's coming off, I think, knee surgery. Yeah, it's knee surgery. And then Russell has a little tweaked. Banged uh, up ankle. Ankle. So I just think this is how they've been winning the past few years, past three, four years. But now it's just not going their way. I I think they're due this week, especially against the Niners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I think. I mean, <laughs> I think they're too, too concerned with. They're more concerned about current events than they are winning football games. How, why, why do you say that? I don't know. All why? the linked all the linked arms and the and the. That's a hell of a lot better than having half the team sit down. It's true. Are you kidding me? But but you know you got you got Sherman speaking out saying uh, that he's not going to answer any interview questions until this is. And Sherman's a guy who loves answering interview questions. Oh, he's attention. You got Marshawn Lynch saying God knows what because nobody can Marshawn understand Lynch is that guy. Team. Yeah, but he's still talking out, and people still th- think of him as a Seattle Seahawk. He still speaks for Seattle. Uh, I don't know. I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right against the Niners. I think they should snap out of it. They're we'll eleven point favorites, though. I think that's. I thought that stood out. Because if I was in Vegas, it's generous. Right now, if I think I was in Vegas right now, yeah, you take the Niners and the points. Niners for sure. I mean, that's that's eleven points. That's that's a touchdown and a field goal. For sure. Uh, may take the Seahawks in the game, but maybe by 7 or 10. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and tonight's we still haven't we haven't talked about tonight's game. Okay, yeah. We got the New England Patriots. Jacoby versus Br- Brissette, Brisket, whatever his Brissette. delicious barbecue <laughs> name is. Um, yeah, the, 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 Houston, the Houston Texans, New yeah. England Patriots. Who do you got? Let's just start there. Well... It's going to be really hard to bet against the New England Patriots. They're in Foxborough. Not even with the third quarterback. When their back is against the wall, that's when they're at their best. Their backs are never against the wall. I think they're winners. The third string quarterback, dude, like they're they're chomping the teeth. 
to beat a good Houston team. Houston defense has been the best defense the past two weeks. It's it's gonna. I Not think the best defense. Be good, I was painting with a broad brush, game. but they're solid. It's probably defense. the best game of this weekend. You think? Honestly, yeah. Well, good thing I mean, it's good thing it's prime time. Yeah, and I'd be very surprised if if the Patriots aren't ready and just chomp at the bit to to prove that we can win without Brady. We can win without. They're they're certainly the favorites. Below. They're certainly the favorites. Obviously, I, I I would love to see that. Now I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a Belichick hater. I'm not a Brady hater. They're legends. They're legends. But I would just like to see, you know, Houston Houston get this one. Take advantage of the third string quarterback. Even though it is a system, you could put it's at this point put any quarterback in there and and they're winning. It's amazing. They go second string. They go it's third amazing. string. That's just the way Belichick runs his ship. Belichick is an amazing coach. He's an amazing coach. He's amazing, and. That just sort of brings me to my question for you. Did Brady make Belichick or did Belichick make Brady? I think Belichick, the chicken came before the egg. Who's the chicken? So the egg, so the chicken and the egg, who's the chicken? Belichick. Belichick's the chicken? I do. Chicken came before the egg, Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. The chicken came before the egg. That's a tough question. That's he was tough. with the Browns. The stars kind he, of he, he was with the Browns before coming to the Patriots, Bill Belichick, stars, and he put up a big goose egg of his own. Yeah. So maybe at first they sort of used each other, but you know, you know but what? just from this season alone, going two and zero without Brady, without Garoppolo, I mean, you could have Garoppolo play the rest of the season. I think they're still going twelve and four, thirteen and three. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you have Garoppolo in, how what is what does that say about? I mean, the way he trains his players in, in the media, in the off season, during practice, the way he preps, um, it's his just, press conferences—it's amazing. I mean, it's light years ahead, and it's almost Neanderthalish the way he goes about it. Um, it's it's completely different from what we've seen. Um, you know what? I, what's actually sad about all this is a great mind, and there are great coaches, um, um, Bobby Knight. Joe Paterno. Oh, you're going to laugh at Joe Paterno? No, no, no. I was laughing. I swear I wasn't laughing at Joe Pye, even though we have a lot of reason to at this point. I was laughing at Bobby Knight. coaches, for some reason, have a stain on their legacy. And I don't know what you know. Some stains are bigger than others. Oh, God. You're going to go ahead. I'm not going to say anything. Go ahead. Keep going. God, you're ruining the moment. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to. Scott, you know I didn't mean to. Go ahead. I'm I'm going in on this one. Go ahead. Go in. Go all in. I'm I'm listening. You know, you what? just said state, and that was—I don't know—that was it. Go ahead, go ahead. You, so Bill Belichick is going to re, be remembered for basically three things. I think maybe four, if, if you're including if you're including good things. Be good, be good for Deflategate, which is the most recent thing. Spygate, mm. and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> No, I disagree. And the only with good Eric thing Hernandez. would be the dynasty, Tom Brady. You know, three Super Bowls. That's going to be an afterthought. Though. Three, three, three Super, Super Bowls. Bowls. Yeah. That's going to be an afterthought. Deflategate was the dumbest thing. Spygate was the dumbest thing. But he's going to be remembered for that. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's why I brought up Bobby Knight beating players and hitting on their girlfriends and Joe Pod. 
<laughs> Joe being Joe Pa. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, I, was it wrong? Sure, but uh, it it takes away from their legacy. And I think Bill Belichick being a great mind, being a great um, pregame coach, um, gave Tom Brady the environment to thrive in. Is that is that fair? Right. That's why the chicken came before the egg. Right. The Bella chicken came before the... Tom Brady the didn't have Bill Belichick. Egg Tom Brady. Tom Brady might be okay, but he's not Tom Brady we know right now as a guy. He had one good season lobbing passes to Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he's a game manager. Yeah. Pfft, really? Peyton Manning threw for 6,000 yards every season. Tom right. Brady did that one year. Right. And he's so, a game manager. I think this season alone has something to say against that whole Peyton versus Tom Brady. So you think Tom Br- or Peyton Manning is a superior quarterback? Yeah. I'm just. I mean, this, oh, this is a whole other. It is a whole other conversation. Let's get into that. This for a down we could say the chicken, the Bella chicken, came before the Tom Brady egg. No, that's my opinion. Egg Brady. That's my opinion. I like it. Well, let's leave it at that. Maybe we're gonna hash and we'll get into this okay. at a uh, at a later let's, at a later date. Just. I, just real quick, you mentioned you mentioned Bobby Knight and you mentioned oh being tough on players. Yeah. Just for I don't know. We it's, don't have to spend we don't have to spend segue. too long this on is this. Real quick, this is a hit. G, bang bang boom. GW head coach. Uh basketball, excuse me. George Washington basketball head coach. Mike Lonergan. Yeah. He's fired. Yeah. For what I've heard has been past players stepping up. And claiming verbal and emotional abuse. As a guy, Scott, who's been involved uh, yeah. in in the A ten coaching world, you've seen this. You have some you have a lot of ethos here. Can you give us some some insight on what the investigation is or I don't want to like say that? too much just in case I have a future job coming my way. Very <laughs> smart. Um but You heard it here I, first. No, no, please don't. <laughs> Uh, I agree with being tough on players. I I can take um, a blow up and stuff like that. I get it. I get where he's coming from. Um, I think the investigation um, stem stems from all of the transfers that's happening at GW. And what's the number? It's thirteen in five years. Thirteen five. I believe that's it. Um, they've had they had two this year. I think that's what a post. I read a, after you told me that it's, a couple days scary. ago. I read a post a, article that said yeah, that. Yeah, Thirteen that's and five just years. A big red flag. You know, I, and I, I am a part of the the Mason community. Coach Paulson, Dave Paulson, has never had a player transfer off of scholarship when he's been coaching Division One. Okay. So, so that's that's that right there. I mean, yeah. he's been coaching Division One for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, what does that say right there off the bat? I mean. Coach Paulson is a he's a hard coach, right? He will ride you and ride you and ride you. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he has your back. So I understand riding players, and I understand wanting the best for players. But Lonergan, I'm not going to accuse him, and I'm not, I'm not going to say might, but there must have been something more. There must have been something more to this story that we're never going to. That we're never gonna know. You don't think so? I, I I really don't. Investigation underway. He's hiring attorneys and uh, th- that's for this buyout and his and his negotiation. Okay. I think he's done. At, okay. And I mean, there I have a network that knows Lonergan very well, but 
It's, this is weird, man. It's it's really weird. It's odd. It's it's an odd reason. It almost I don't know. As a sports fan, you sort of chuckle at it. A, Verbal I mean, and emotional as abuse. As a coach, though, I forgot. Mean, as a coach. Yeah, forgot. You know, you figure. He must have been really crossing, crossing a line. You figure. You figure Division One, you know, college basketball athletes have some have some pretty tough skin. So to cross that line must have been something. But definitely in the he news, must I'm have sure not had a good relationship with the AD. Um, it must have been something there because the AD should have backed him up and said he's doing a good job. He just won the NIT. Mm, yeah, that's a big deal. Mm. They had a they had a media. I mean, not mediocre. They had a good um, season. They they won 19 games. I mean, that should earn you another another season. So. So, but that even gi- that gives even more. That's even more of a red flag as to why he's gone. Right. That's what I'm saying. So there's something, there's something here. Must there's just a piece missing to this story because well, when this story came out, it was two months ago, and it got disproven as as BS. Which okay, I was like, great, thank God, like we're not talking about this anymore. And then it went away, and I thought that was the end of it. And now it's come back, and it's like, whoa. Their investigation was just going to be talking to some players and everything like that. Players stood up for him. Former players stood up for him. It's just there's there's something missing here. He must have said something. There must have been a miscommunication somewhere. It, it's tough. It's tough because I, I know people that say he's a really good guy and and would, and would follow him into the black. But good. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll certainly revisit it in coming yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a developing story. But I, I'm glad we touched on college basketball. Can, can we just end the biggest story because p- practice starts for college basketball in, week, in what yeah. a week? Yeah. Does Mason have a shot at beating GW this year? Oh, they had a shot last year. We just that was a that was a close game. Okay. Well, can we rack? Can we put, I, put a bow on that right there with well, Mason the, no, sure. beating GW this year? I think we have a chance, but. I'm not gonna play it. I'm not gonna play your yeah, there's a chance. Not too much. Chance. Too much. Of we have a chance. Too much. We have a chance against every team this year. We have a chance against Dayton. We have a chance against every team we play. Um, but I don't think the GW ship has been sunk. Um, I think they have a, they have a solid group of guys, and just like what happened when when Larinaga left Mason, um, and Paul Hewitt took over, mm. they won 20 games two straight seasons. Yeah. Right, so they won 24 games with Ryan Pearson, and they won 22 the next year with Sherrod Wright and Brian mm-hmm. Allen. And whether that not was coaching, ugly. But then it got ugly. Ugly. Three and four and five. Ugly for sure. Right. So that tells you something right there. So I don't think the the GW ship is going to be sunk because they have some returning players, Watanabe and and George and and uh, oh, I forget the next, next guy's name. Um, the forward. God, I should know that. Um, but I think they do have a chance. I, I think they they'll have a good team this year, and an interim coach will step up out of his coaching staff and and run things basically the same system. So I'm cool. With I that. think that's the way we wrap up. I'm cool with that. Mind. Well, then let's uh, let's transfer from college basketball to college football. Yeah, big sure. sto- big stories. Just sure. re- real quick, three. Three big stories. Three big stories from this past weekend in college football. What okay. do you got? We'll say our three, and then we'll do our weekend. Uh, Action Jackson. Lamar. Action Jackson. Heisman favorite. That's it. Eighteen touchdowns in three games. Are you kidding me? Can I? Okay. Slaughters FSU. He slaughters FSU. Absolute abomination. It was like 
the varsity team playing the freshman team in high school? Does it matter? He's great, but does it matter that his first two teams were cupcake teams? No, no, not because FSU because FSU was a complete, completely different. Okay, all right. What else? What else you got? Oh, you're putting the spot on me. No, I don't mean to. Well, I'll do mine, and then you you come back and do yours. This weekend or last weekend? Well, let's do that. Let's let's just get into the weekend appetizer right now. No, okay, okay. Yeah. What do you got for your Sparty, Wisconsin? Sparty, Wisconsin. Absolutely huge. I mean, eight eleven. I. It'd be hard to pick against uh, against Sparty. Uh, Wisconsin has some a uh, little bit of a QB situation, a little dual, dual yeah, quarterback deal. They're redshirt freshmen starting for them. Yeah, at QB. so they got a little quarterback contract which I don't like, and I don't like picking those guys. Yeah, and Sparty's coming off a huge win against Notre Dame. Right, I think Wisconsin's defense is a little better than Notre Dame's is. Um, with a little shaky uh, QB situation, they have a banged up running back. There's, there's, you can't bet against Sparty, I don't think. Yeah, I'm going with Sparty as well. If that's, if that's I mean, a little boring. O'Connor is, they just, they just pump out quarterbacks. They just pump out these guys. Kirk Cousins, O'Connor. Yeah, he's the same quarterback every single year. Been the man. Does Ole Miss blow another lead? They blew a 24 point lead against Alabama last week. Week one, they blew a 21 point lead against FSU. They're playing Georgia this weekend. Can we see another? Another blow up, and they're still ranked. By the way, they're uh, one and two. They're still ranked because no, SEC. No, yeah, I know you're gonna say that. I was prepared for that. Are they gonna blow it again against Georgia? Who's three and zero? Oh, by the way, against two they cupcake teams cupcake and, and teams, UNC. Right? Not nah, UNC. They play. UNC? They beat UNC, but they beat they beat Mizzou and Man, Nichols State. I don't think they. I don't think they will. I mean, that's that's a coin flip game. I, I'm not really too interested in, in that game anymore. Um. Uh, what, what are you? What are you thinking on that one? I'm thinking. Uh, oh, hey, they they have to win this. Yeah, they have to. Oh, of course. I think it's stupid. I mean, two games. But well, I I think I think they're I think they're gonna go ahead and and, and take the W. Georgia Georgia's a good team, but they're they're gonna go ahead they're gonna go ahead and take that W. Um, Navy's three and zero. Army's three and zero. Navy bye week. Army's playing Army Buffalo. Had, had the. Uh, had the week of the season, I think, last week. They had their cornerback killed in a, in a car accident. Oh, my gosh. I didn't hear um, about that. The Thursday before the game, they played and they, they stomped UTEP and they went to the funeral the next Monday. Wow. So that's something else. That's a that's week some, right there. Yeah, that's, um, that's a completely and they, different. And they won, and that's, just, that's the team of the week. Completely different. Um, so props to them. They, they played Buffalo coming up this week. Awesome. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Any any other uh, weekend appetizers in in MLB? In MLB, we got I, the O's, O's have to Nats beat clinch, Nats. baby. Nats, Nats can clinch. clinch. That's right. Nats we'll, we'll, clinch. One there. So Nats can clinch. Their magic numbers too. Maybe we uh, maybe maybe Scott picks a little song to take us out on 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 Nats clinching. Maybe a little. Uh, That's tough. Maybe a little jamming. How about a little? T- what do you got to take us That's out? That's tough. I like that little smooth. Little smooth. It's been a Rob Thomas night throwing some Santana it's been there. Smooth. We've I like that. Along, but thank you for sticking with us if, you, okay. if you're listening this long. Hopefully you have. And once again, this is Perpetual Sports Talk, Episode Three. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott.